A war in Ukraine has been ongoing for a while now. Uh, Canadians, Londoners in particular, have been uh, very, uh, very invested in helping out the people of uh, Ukraine, donating and, and helping out in many different ways. Uh, our next guest has helped out in a very uh, special way and has gone to Ukraine twice and uh, joins us now. So Scott McCallum is uh, joining us in studio. Scott, uh, appreciate the time. Hi, Devin. Thank you. Just uh, get a little closer to the, to the mic there. So you've gone twice, right? That's right, in 2022 and 2023. So, oh, you, so how recently were you just in Ukraine then? So we were there for the anniversary of the war um, this past February, the one-year anniversary. And we were there in February and March of this year. Where in Ukraine? Well, that's a good story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can you tell? Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so um, I always like to say our trip starts in Lviv, which is just a, a beautiful spot. And there's so many uh, villages in between towns to get to Lviv. And then from uh, Lviv this time, uh, we uh, spoke to our friends and our contacts there. Who, who are, you know, certainly part of this team and, and were a big part of, uh, and still are a big part uh, from, from the first trip. So from Lviv, we, we pushed uh, uh, east towards uh, Kiev, but in between there were a number of stops and a uh, beautiful spot called uh, Tarnopol, which is just uh, stunning and, and breathtaking. You wouldn't think a war was, was going on with, with the beauty. And then up to um, one of the... the police academies in uh, a place called Raviv. And then from there, a number of small little towns in between, and then all the way into Kiev. And we were in, uh, Kiev was kind of home base this time. And from Kiev, we, we filtered out to a bunch of different places where, where the war was front and center, um, Irpin, Bucha, and a number of other places. And you were delivering donations. That's right. Um, aid that had been generously provided by I'm going to say London, but also the surrounding community, um, to to various organizations and and groups and support of the the war effort. Yes. When you're when you're there, you're nervous. I mean, what's it like to be there? <laughs> yeah, you're you're nervous. You're aware. It's 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 um it's it's, it's quite different. I mean, the first time, um, um, you know, one of the first things, the very first thing we we did the first time we went in 2022 is when once we got in the country, we crossed in. From Poland is there's an app you you download on your phone and it's um, uh, the air raid app and um, <laughs> when it goes off I mean you know you're supposed to go to your nearest bomb shelter or, and 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 take cover and and they go off quite a bit you never know when the rockets are are coming and and as I said um, uh, the first time the week prior to us uh, getting in in country there. Um, we were staying in Lviv, as I, as I had mentioned, and they had bombed the, the train station and, and, and the fuel depot um, prior to us getting on ground. So that particular tri- trip, um, we had a lot of donations um, from fire departments. So we were able to meet the local fire department that fought that fire mm. at, at, the, at the train station and, and provide them with all kinds of equipment that, that they really needed. So... It, don't want to say it kind of worked out because it's terrible what happened, but it was nice to, to see that that equipment uh, be delivered to people that are going to need it and, and and use it as an example. Are you are you nervous when you're there? Like what's what's that sort of feeling like? I, I think you channel it. I think you control it. You're you're aware of it. I mean, certainly the the team and I was with a great team, and I won't mention last last names, but uh, Raf, Peter, and Steve. I mean, 
um, all phenomenal people to work with and and be with. And I think we we you know we spoke about the risk and the challenges. I mean, certainly you're not gonna put yourself in in a situation if, if you don't have to. And, and I mean, we're aware of it and. You know, it's just, I think, this good risk management. I, but your nerves are, I mean, they're up a few yeah. notches than, than maybe walking to the corner store, so to speak. So how did it come to be that you went over to do this? Well, I, I've had a great, great career, uh, you know, 34 years in law enforcement as well as 28 years in the, the reserves, kind of running a dual career. And, and when I officially retired from policing, I was kind of, looking at all this stuff in my basement and I thought I won't wear this stuff or need this stuff again. And, and I just happened to be driving on Adley street and past the Ukrainian center and, and saw a big sign that donation. So I'd stopped. And funny enough, uh, the president of, of the club, uh, Vladimir Vorbat's a great guy and he's, he's been a integral part of the team from, from day one. Um, kind of looked at me and raised some eyes and, and he said, hang on a second. And he went and uh, there was another person volunteering. It turned out to be Raph uh, was volunteering there at the time. And we kind of knew each other, but we didn't know each other. This from our, our military circle. And uh, long story short, what had happened was they had a lot of people showing up in the London Ukrainian Club when the war had started, wanting to volunteer um, to go there and, and, and do military service. And so, okay, and fight, yeah. so they thought I was kind of maybe – Maybe not all there. <laughs> like, what's, here we got another one. And, of course, they weren't accepting that or, or dealing with that. They were just simply collecting donations. So he sent Raph out to talk to me, and it was kind of like old home week. And I said, well, look, at it. I have this idea. And, and you can see the light bulb go on. And then Vladimir came back, and I said, this is what we want to do. And I said, well, look, at you know, in the military, it's kind of like in law enforcement, you have all this kit that you're, you're given over the course of your career. And it's like, tell two friends, tell two friends. And so we just put the, the network out on, on social media and, and my garage overnight became a, a surplus store. If you, <laughs> I couldn't believe the amount of kit that people were dropping off. And like, and we were able, and, and then good stuff, like brand new stuff, stuff that, you know, it, it's unbelievable the amount of stuff you accumulate in a, a career. And, and we were able to send over 2,500 pairs of new combat boots as an example, that, you know, went to the, the troops in, on the front lines that, that were fighting, as an example, as well as all kinds of other, you know, cold weather stuff from long johns to hats and, and gloves and body armor and, um, you know, things like that, that that were really important. And and we were able to see, you know, we would get pictures back from from the different units and, and from our contact and, and Lviv, who, again, another, another great team member and kind of quarterbacked everything for us. Uh, both times we were there and, and again, ensuring that um, it got to the right people and, and we were able to say, you know, come back and tell people because they would say, well, you know, I read these reports and we hear there's, you know, a lot of crime in the Ukraine and, and things like that and a black market and, you know, we hear all these scandals with other aid agencies going on and we were able to say, you know, hand on heart that um, the stuff that you provide it, it got to where it needed to go. And as an example, we had a lot of people want to donate it, um, uh, food for the pet shelter. A lot of animals displaced as yep. a result of, you know, the horrific events going on over there. And we were able to go to the animal shelter and make sure the food that people had donated, the pet food, went to that animal shelter in, in Lviv. Um, 
people donated stuff for orphanages and we were able to make sure it went to the orphanages. People were very big that they wanted their donations to go to um, for medical and, and life-saving reasons only. So we were able to make sure, you know, that stuff went there. And then there were other people that were like, nope, these boots got to go to soldiers. And so we were able to come back and offer that um, verification and, and validity so people felt good that they knew their donations 100 percent where it went to went to where it needed to, to go now you and I uh, have a uh, a mutual friend uh, Roger Carancy yes we do we've uh, smoked a cigar in his uh, garage uh, before <laughs> we have we so um, the reason we're having you here to, is to talk about what you've done but also we'll have you again in the future thank you to talk about uh, what you're doing you're also uh, raising money, right? That's correct. Uh, very, uh, we'll we'll get into it more in depth as we go along, but for people to know now, what should they know in terms of what you're doing to raise money and where's it going? So right now we're we're planning a big fundraiser in some, September. It's called uh, Operation Save a Life. Um, cigars, uh, one of the stars for Ukraine or cigars for Ukraine, as, as I like to call it. And all money raised will be 100% will be going over to the Ukraine in the form of water purification tablets, uh, burn kits from St. John Ambulance, which, you know, have one of the best out there. Um, and we've sent a lot of them from St. John Ambulance, which um, have been very well received. So we hope to have this fundraiser, um, raise these funds, um, buy the stuff, and get it shipped over there. Uh, certainly the water purification stuff is is huge, and, and we – Second trip, we bought a lot of water purification tablets that were able to um, save a lot of villages, right? Especially even now when the dam recently being blown up mm-hmm. and, and so many areas flooded. I mean, well, as we know, water is essential. So those purification tablets are, are huge. Medical supplies, um, tourniquets. Um, I'll tell a little story about tourniquets. That that's, was a bit shocking, but... Um, the tourniquets that we provide in Canada are, you know, 100% legit, do the job, do what they're supposed to. So uh, a lot of the funds will, you know, raised from this event will be earmarked for, for different things like like that to, to send over. People want more information, where can they get it? So they can go uh, online. They can go on LinkedIn to the Canadian-Ukrainian Logistics Division uh, website on LinkedIn. They can – it's on Facebook um, uh, the London, London Ukrainian Center, yep. their own uh, link, and right there, um, they can. Uh, it's selling out fast, uh, but there's still lots of room. Um, they can go if you're a, a cigar smoker like Devin and I, and go to Baracoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, who who's a big supporter there, he has it uh, up all over the store, and um, you know, word of mouth too, which is a lot of people have been buying the tickets, and it's real easy. It's not in the form of a Kind of an old ticket we we give you unless you want that the barcode's right there you can scan it and it'll it's all done and I mean for for twenty five dollars you're gonna get a nice cigar and a cutter and um, you know there'll be entertainment and silent auctions and uh, an actual cigar industry industry pardon me expert who's going to speak about cigars and. I'm sure we'll hopefully have a, a whiskey or scotch wrap, maybe a ten, <laughs> so we can kind of marry it up, and it should be a, a fun night. And uh, you know, we chose a Wednesday because you know I think the air shows that weekend, and it won't take away from anyone's plans on the weekend. And and I don't think, and, and this looping back to to Roger, our friend Roger, I think the last time, you know, you know how historical he is. He's got a great mind, certainly for local events. I think the last time there was anything cigar related was when. 
Cuba Pete's was yeah, in business, yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll have you on again to promote this the closer we get, uh, but it's a, a worthwhile, certainly, uh, effort. Uh, appreciate all you've done and continue to do. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, Scott McCallum.